Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, August 30th. President Joe Biden was in the battleground state of Pennsylvania, his first of three trips to the Commonwealth in the next week. Today's topic, guns and crime, as the president attempts to flip the script. Joe Biden headed back home today, back to the scranton Wilkesbury area in Pennsylvania, from which he hails. This is an actual rescheduled trip from back when he got COVID and needed to delay it. But the president went to Pennsylvania, the first of three trips he's making to Pennsylvania in the next week, to push a piece of the Democratic midterm message on gun violence and gun safety and crime. Now, you know that crime is one of the key tenets of the Republican midterm messaging, an uptick in crime in many places across America, as Republicans will try to hang that on Joe Biden and the Democrats. So what Joe Biden sought to do today was sort of flip the script, much like he started to do at the State of the Union address at the beginning of the year, where he made crystal clear that he does not want to be tagged with this defund the police notion. In fact, he says his philosophy is just the opposite. When it comes to public safety in this nation, the answer is not defund the police. It's fund the police. We expect them to do everything. We expect them to be to protect us, to be psychologists, and to be sociologists. I mean, we expect you to do everything. In previewing the speech, the White House said that President Biden plans to bolster police forces across the nation by hiring and training 100,000 police officers over the next five years. We saw in 2020 in some House races, even though Joe Biden was winning at the top of the ticket, some Republican congressional candidates found success tagging Democrats as the quote-unquote defund the police party, and that that was not a very popular position for the voters, actually. And so what you see what the president's doing here, what candidates like Val Demings, a former chief of police in Orlando, now congresswoman, and running for the Senate, she sort of brands herself in this campaign season as Chief Demings, putting her law and order credentials front and center. We see that with many Democratic candidates across the country as they attempt to rid themselves of this notion that they are soft on crime. Now, this advantage that Republicans believe they have politically on being seen as more of the party of law and order, more the pro-law enforcement party, uh, well, that was taking a, a little beating for Republicans in terms of the mixed messaging department in the aftermath of the FBI search of Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago, because you started seeing many Republicans in the MAGA wing of the Republican Party Folks like Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia or Lauren Boebert of Colorado or, or Paul Gosar of Arizona saying that the FBI should be called into question, that these agents who conducted the search should be called into question for what they were doing, that the institution itself should be called on the carpet for the way in which it conducted this search in the former president's home. And in fact, some folks on the right were calling to defund the FBI. 
Well, enter Mike Pence. He wanted to make sure that was not seen as the overall Republican message. He wanted to make sure that he and his party and others out there supporting Republicans on the ballot in 22 and perhaps considering runs like he is for 24 are seen as a party that supports law enforcement. Here he was in Manchester, New Hampshire earlier this month. I also want to remind my fellow Republicans, we can hold the attorney general accountable for the decision that he made without attacking rank and file law enforcement personnel at the FBI. Calls to defund the FBI are just as wrong as calls to defund the police. And it also became unclear if the Republicans were going to become the party of sort of calling for violence in the aftermath of the search of Donald Trump's home or potential charges that the Department of Justice may bring against Donald Trump. Lindsey Graham, this past Sunday on Fox News Sunday, said that there would, quote, literally be riots in the street if Donald Trump was indicted for the mishandling of classified documents. Initially, in that interview, he didn't add the line that he added later when he tried to give more context to his comments that he's not calling for that violence, of course. He's just predicting it that it would happen that way. Give a listen to what he told reporters yesterday in Charleston, South Carolina. This is courtesy of WCSC Oasis. There will be frustration and I fear violence. I reject violence. I'm not calling for violence. I, the, violence is not the answer, but I'm just telling you. Basically, Lindsey Graham is playing directly into Joe Biden's frame that he's trying to build around the Republicans as the page turns into this post-Labor Day fall campaign midterm stretch. Joe Biden is very much painting Republicans as part of the, quote, extreme MAGA agenda. He did that again today in his remarks in Pennsylvania. As Biden likes to point out. Let me say this to my MAGA Republican friends in Congress. Don't tell me you support law enforcement if you won't condemn what happened on the 6th. Here's more from President Biden. But now it's sickening to see the new attacks on the FBI threatening the life of law enforcement agents and their families for simply carrying out the law and doing their job. There's no place in this country, no place for endangering the lives of law enforcement. No place. None, never, period. Biden also said he wants to reduce gun crime in the United States, and he thinks that can be done by banning assault weapons, which he called for again today, despite the fact that he knows the math does not add up to pass anything like that in Congress. I'm determined to ban assault weapons in this country. For many of you home, I want to be clear. It's not about taking away anybody's guns. In fact, we should be treating responsible gun owners as examples how every gun owner should behave. It's interesting to note how Joe Biden sort of ran headfirst into this issue of crime and guns today. It is one that a lot of polls show he doesn't score necessarily very high marks on. And an NBC poll released last week found that three-fifths of voters who said crime was one of their top concerns favored Republicans in their planned midterm vote. So you see that this is an issue that galvanizes the Republican base. And yet President Biden went to Pennsylvania today to take it on directly in an attempt to flip the script. A little bit of political jujitsu will see if voters start to trust Democrats and the president more on this issue. 
That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.